wins before should be counted as half wins. That's how bad those wins were. <laughs> Dude, that's the that's, that's that's right. Exactly. I mean, we're literally talking. We're talking Miami. Uh, was it Tampa? No, uh, Miami. We're talking Giants without Daniel Jones, Danny Dimes. Yeah. Wow. And no, we got to come uh, up with another nickname for Danny Dimes. But yeah, keep going. And I think the last one was the Redskins. Yeah, you're right. The Redskins, Daniel Jones, List Giants, and then the Dolphins. Who Jake Gruden, for the love of God, should be gone this week. My goodness. Oh my! You're talking about the Raiders? Oh no, you're talking about the Redskins coach. Yeah, no, Jake Gruden has got a lot of. <laughs> he's got a, he's got about three games before his job is literally just just don't show up in the office the next morning. He may be as bad. Do you remember Jeff Fisher? Oh yes, I do. The... He may be that terrible. You think so? There's a lot of people in the NFL that believe that Jeff, or I mean not Jeff Fisher, that uh, Jay Gruden can coach in this league, which is, which is why it's so weird that he's having such a bad, like beginning to the season. Granted, we didn't expect him to be yeah. a Super Bowl contender, but there's a lot of people that you know would put their hat and hang their hat on Jay Gruden. But you know, you are but, what your record says you are. So <laughs> yeah, but but back to the Cowboys, I yeah. just. They were the NFC's, I believe, last hope to not have to go through New Orleans in the playoffs in the NFC. Oh, between. I, yeah. I, I just think to come in, I think I think Teddy did as good as he could, and I mean, hey, he's two he's two and zero so far for. Man, if you told me that, you know, our Hall of Fame quarterback Drew Brees goes down, and then we go into Seattle. Win handedly, and then we come back home, take care of business against Dallas, two and zero without our, you know, which, which going, which going into Seattle and getting a win, that is not an easy thing to do. By no means is that By an easy. No yeah, means. and I think that that Seattle team is a lot better than people even will give them credit for because they, the Saints and truly not being a homer, they just, in my opinion, have such a strong defense and yeah. a spe- in a special teams. And I think and, maybe and I think it definitely showed on on uh, Sunday night. Yeah. How good I, that defense actually is. It's almost been a blessing in disguise that Drew Brees has gone down the way he has without yeah. him, without him going out. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know if we play as good as we did. And they, yes. they passed every test. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, you know, I, I think all in all, I fall on the end of a little bit of a panic. But if you're – it just depends on expectations almost. If you're expecting Dallas to be this – Patrick Mahomes offense, this this yeah. this Jared Goff offense, and have just you know a stud defense to go with it. That's not the case. I, I think I just I think the Cowboys. I think they end up winning that division. I think they beat out the Eagles for it. Mm-hmm. Fair. I just sure until Jason Garrett is no longer part of that organization. I don't think they're they're going to go far in the playoffs at all. Yeah, I think he. I don't think he's aggressive enough. I don't. No, I don't think he has enough. I don't think he has, yeah, you're right. He doesn't have enough of a, uh, I don't even know how you would explain it, of a. He's just, you know, he's not a Sean Payton. He's not a Bill Belichick. No, he he's not a McVay. He's not a when Shanahan. When it's gut check time, he folds yep. every single time. Yep. He's a he's a player's coach. And he'll get his yeah. ready to play, but he's not going to, he's not going to out-scheme you 
he's not gonna yeah. scheme you to a win the same way that you know Sean Payton and, and will, it's terrible will because them. you have these young guys on offense and that defense that defense is real that defense it, that's is what play. I'm that's what I'm saying that defense in Dallas is real but Dallas first of all you are not gonna win a game if Zeke has 35 rushing yards that's that, that for <laughs> one is not gonna happen let's just get that clear yeah no you're not and I think this week because Zeke has been silent since I don't know if it's when players sign big contracts. They're like, you know what? I'll take a year off because it seems like <laughs> this is a new thing to every time someone renews. No but kidding. I think, I think this coming week, I think he has a, I think he has a breakout game against the Packers. I mean, the yeah. Packers, they, they, they get, they're averaging the 20, 27th worst rush defense, I think, in the NFL. That's what they're ranked. Well, jeez. So, I mean, yeah, they, I, I think they gave up 170 against. Jordan Howard. Yeah, yeah, you're week, right. So. You're right. That was an insane showing by Jordan Howard. I yeah. can't believe that. I, I'm looking forward to that Green Bay Dallas game. Actually, now that you said that, I, and, I am. But so for for a way too early pick, I know we'll probably talk about this on Friday. Mm-hmm. Who do you, who, who do you think? Uh oh, Cowboys will hold. It's in. It's in Dallas. No, the fact that it's in Dallas and it's the fact that there's a chance Devontae Adams doesn't play. Yeah, and. I just got to give that slight edge to Dallas. Um, hey, you got to remember, Aaron Rodgers is 3-0 in that stadium. <laughs> this is true. Aaron Rodgers is 3-0. He becomes like goddamn superhuman Aaron Rodgers every time he plays there. He, so. and, and they're going to need him to be super Aaron Rodgers. Um, yeah. From what I saw with, you know, I like Green Bay a lot, but what I saw with them against Philly... You can't have Philly. You, had, you can't have Philly you walk up in here. <laughs> something and goal and Aaron Rodgers. You can't just run that <laughs> damn ball in there. Come on, uh, bro. absolutely, exactly. Aaron Rodgers is way too smart to to. to uh, he, he should, that's what I feel is taken away from this new head coaching job. I think he's trying to learn this offense too much. Yep. I, I think I think he's trying to give it a, a chance, not really, yep. you know, audible out of it and. He's, he's not. He doesn't have that killer instinct right now that he usually does. I, dude, I agree. Whenever he would play, just kind of on a whim, kind of yeah. just let it go, let it rip, not think about it too much. Now he's overanalyzing it. He's getting pre-snap reads, which is all good and all, but it doesn't work that way with, I guess, certain quarterbacks to better, like better themselves. I guess. Yeah. Like they're game. And they, they got the best win. I mean, they beat the Bears in week one. You set yourself up perfectly. Oh, my goodness. I think it's bigger for the Packers to come in and win this game than, the, than Dallas for a Dallas win. No, I, I know the Packers and Packers need to win this game. Dallas, I mean, they can afford to. I mean, looking at their next four games, they got Green Bay, the Jets, which they should win without Sam Darnold. And then they have Philly, which will be a good one. But yeah. then they come back and they go back to the Giants. So they should go two and two at worst. But if you beat Green Bay, you got a real shot at going three and one. And then if you beat Philadelphia, four and zero. So they definitely want to win this game. And you're right, they 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 they, they need yeah. to. So yeah. <laughs> but I just oh I hope I, I just hope it's a good one. That's all I hope for. Same here, same here. And I hope they both beat the crap out of each other because in a tight NFC. You know, every team's just fighting for a chance right now. And if the NFC can beat each other up, more power to the other teams, like the Saints and the, you know, whoever else is fighting for a spot. <laughs> yeah. And everyone, everyone. And that's the thing. I feel there's only a couple teams getting better each week. And mm. last week, it just seemed, I seemed like every offense that it was good, stale. 
You know what? Let me take the, the day off this week. I mean, uh, I mean, Jesus, if Tom Brady didn't have that stellar freaking defense in New England, they probably would have lost the Bills. Man, that was an incredible game. You're right. That was the Bills were a little bit closer, I think, in gap to maybe it was just one bad week and maybe it was just y'all's down week, but the, I guess the the Bills are somewhat closing the gap finally. But yeah, <laughs> all these years later, it's about time. So, but all right, cool. So yeah, we'll we'll leave Dallas. We'll leave Dallas right where they belong in uh in the in the hindsight for right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think we can both agree that they uh they're not necessarily in you know complete panic mode, but when the Saints kind of you know whenever they defensively just kind of strong armed you. And you couldn't respond, and you couldn't adjust, and Kellen Moore kind of didn't have any way to get out of it. Yeah, he, there's reason for panic, especially in the playoffs when you have to score points and stop the other team. So, and that's a, and I think that's an early statement game that you need. I think you yeah. need a win, or you at least you need to lose off of you know a Teddy Bridgewater to make him go down and throw a touchdown pass. But that just, yeah, it just didn't happen. It just no it. It didn't, and as odd, as crazy as that sounds, because it's weird that the offense didn't score a touchdown, you still felt good about the way the offense played, even though they didn't necessarily put up points. Yeah, It's almost I like did. our defense was, you know, played offense that night, <laughs> and then and, and, Will Lutz did his job, and it was just such a team win. You couldn't be happier if you're, you know, the head coach or the GM without your Hall of Fame quarterback there to perform yeah. like that as a team. But no, you can. That, and that that goes into I think my I, I have so my two mm-hmm. weekly MVPs for week four. I, I had two of them I couldn't decide between. But oh one shit, was, let's go with that. Yeah, one goes with this game. I my, one of my my defensive MVP was Marshawn Lattimore. I mean, oh what a great pickup! What a and, great MVP pick. And for just, week four, I yeah, mean, he's, he's been struggling a little no, bit for weeks, but. You get a chance to go up against Amari Cooper, one of the best receivers in the league, and you lock him down. Put him in the marsh, dude. I will tell you right now, now that you said that, the reason the Saints won the game the way they did is because they had the freedom to just set Marshawn out with Amari and allowed us to get an extra pass rusher or an extra defender in the back just to kind of, you know, cushion up that defense. But you're you're absolutely right. Without Marshawn Lattimore, that that, that game goes a whole a whole lot differently. He locked Cooper down all game, and you know, it, it, it was what a showing he put out there for for all of his uh, fans, Ohio State fans. Everybody, I'm sure, was proud of him. Yeah, I just I, and that and that and I think that goes with help, with helping lock and Zeke down because. If you yep. know this guy's already shutting him down all game, you could load that box up a little more. That's more what I was and... getting. Yeah. Yep. And uh, the way Marshawn's, you know, plays defense, it's so he, – he doesn't panic. He he kind of just lets the receiver come to him. He kind of plays off of his – whatever the receiver gives him, whatever runs he – routes he's running. He kind of – he trusts his feet so well. The, the kid is a – you know, he's a, he's a phenomenal, phenomenal tactical player. Like – well coached. You can just tell he's well coached. So credit and, to and Urban Meyer. Exciting about the Saints secondary. They're they're so young. They, they just have so much room yep. for growth for yeah. a long time coming. They're young, and then, then you got the occasion. You got the few in uh, between veterans like Eli Apple and 
AJ Klein, who actually was Luke Keekley's backup in Carolina, who may, many people might not know. But like, so he's he's got some great, and then Demario Davis in the middle, yeah, from the Jets. It's almost we've got a bunch of misfits from the NFL. <laughs> we've got a bunch yeah. of guys that just weren't really like, you know, taking the top off on their other team, but respectively they came over to the Saints. And as a unit, we have we at Dennis Allen, you know, I forgot where he was at. Before. Oh, he was who he had co- or who who what defense he coached before he came to New Orleans, but. Yeah, he had an incredible, incredible squad. But for uh, damn, that's that's gonna bother me. But we'll figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's Marshawn Lattimore. What a what a great pick. Uh, yeah, but sh- shout out to him on Sunday night. And then I can't I can't go without recognizing this offense. Um, I I gotta give a huge shout out to Nick Chubb this week. Nick I Chubb, mean, yes, sir. He single to me. He single handedly opened up this Browns offense that we've finally been waiting on. You finally got yep. you got Baker, you got Odell, you got Jarvis. Yet it is Nick Chubb that punches yep. the Baltimore defense. The, <laughs> I mean, three touchdowns, I, dude. The, it, 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 that's the formula for. That's the formula Cleveland's gonna have to have going forward. It's gonna have yeah. to be feed Nick Chubb. He is yep. just a beast when he gets that rock rolling and and if he keeps getting better weekly I'm, I'm if i'm kareem hunt i want to be suspended longer i don't want to come back I'm not gonna play so, yeah. I mean, no kidding if you're kareem hunt you're probably sitting back looking well shit yeah they don't really need me they could just get another offensive lineman and you know bolster that offensive line even more because no nick chubb has been beyond you know beyond what he was expected to uh, yeah, because we're we're still at the point where we're waiting on Baker to finally. I don't know what's wrong with him. Baker, it's not comfortable yeah. in the pocket right now, but it, it's it, it's got to be that they weren't getting a running game before. But now that they did get one, they're getting you know time yeah. to make a play action or do a nice read option or you have the defensive end actually bite on the read option for once because they're actually being able to run the ball effectively. So that just opens up everything and instead of having Baker Mayfield just go out there and just sling it around like, you know, Lamar Jackson or Patrick Mahomes. Like, he's just simply not that guy. Yeah. And and I think people are trying to... I I think people keep thinking about how he is in college because he was that guy in college, but look, you're not playing against Texas Tech anymore. You know, you're not... You're not playing against Baylor University, you know? Exactly. And No, no, you're right. There's... It's kind of odd, though, because he was never a big runner in college but for some reason people just still kind of depicted him as a, a mobile quarterback but I think it's starting to turn its turn its ugly head around that he's he's not really a mobile quarterback he's a yeah he's a definitely a throw first pocket quarterback but if he has to he can shuffle in and out of the pocket a little bit but I think I, I think I actually myself overrated his running ability coming into this uh uh Excuse me, coming into the NFL, but it, he's he's un, been playing, you know, the best yeah. he can, regardless. So, and, and before we go on to your MVPs, did mm-hmm. you see that Odell Beckham throw? Oh in that my. game, yeah, dude. Oh, can this guy not do everything <laughs> on the field? Like, I mean, oh my god, his arm looked like it just whipped. And he just yeah. snapped that ball, and it went about seventy yards in the air. And he just and, and the fact that this guy did not catch that ball when he oh. won, he one hundred percent could have caught that ball. Was just undoubtedly should have caught they, that. They just, those opportunities <laughs> can't be missed. I mean, yeah, they won big, but 
it, that helps. No, you're exactly. It's from a wins and loss standpoint. Had yeah. they lost that game, you you look back to that play and you you get pissed. So you're right. You yeah. don't miss plays like that. Odell Beckham Jr. is like just like a one of the best players for trick plays because he can throw though. So just one. yeah. <laughs> Really, really, I know, and I and I completely forgot. I forgot he did that last year, but he did. Yeah, he, he did do that last year. That's why I remembered him. I was like, he always kind of had an arm, but you know, you, he doesn't pull it out until the trick play time. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, uh, for my week four MVP, and this one's gonna be kind of funny. I'm going with Gardner Minshew. <laughs> Jack- oh yes, sir. <laughs> Minshew magic. Yes, sir. Oh, man. Who does he look like? That guy from, uh, that quarterback from, uh, Uncle Rico. Uncle Rico. (laughs) Dude, Uncle Rico is my MVP through week four. (laughs) And and it's only fitting that he's had a, you know, up until this point, he's got a 69% completion percentage. So (laughs) (laughs) you cannot go wrong with the 69% completion percentage. That right there just told me he's a, He's he's special. <laughs> no, yep. but, no, but in all seriousness, Gardner Menchu has been unreal, even amidst the whole Jalen Ramsey, you know, bulk, bulk, you know, whole thing with Jalen Ramsey. He is just you. You almost forgot about the whole thing. You almost yeah. forgot about the whole scenario with him. He's man. he's because not even that. He's winning games, and he if no they, in that Texans game, they should have won that game too. But. Shouldn't they have? They yeah. probably should, they they should have probably won that game. So wait, Gardner Minshew, they're two and two, right? He's two and zero oh, though, correct? I think he lost. I think he's one and two. Okay. Oh, no, okay. I think he's two and one. Two and one. Sorry. Two and one. Two and yeah. one. Okay. That's okay. That's what I thought he was. At least two win. Well, that's yeah, a, that's he lost. He lost to that Texans team, and then he won last week against the Broncos, and he beat the Titans too. Correct. Thank you. Thank you for clarifying that. He played phenomenal in that Tennessee game. Uh, oh my god, dude! And then you know that Broncos win that they had. He also had just. I think you probably saw the, this play where he like he slides up in the lot or in the pocket. Then he just starts backstepping and just wiggles his way through the pocket and finds yeah. a guy in the end zone and throws it. Like I'm not sure Dak Prescott is that versatile as a playmaker. And we're only yeah. three games in, but Jacksonville's going to be around for a while, and that's a team. I, I don't, I don't think you go back to Nick Foles. I really don't. And the and the thing with that is, is the great thing about Minshew is you don't have Jacksonville doesn't have a huge breakout receiver. No, they, no, they really. And he is giving these guys time to to run their routes and get get them yeah. open and stuff with this Minshew magic he has. In that <laughs> It's insane. You're you're absolutely right. They, he doesn't have a uh, just a game breaker dynamic player who's going to be open almost on every play. He's he's giving his players time to get downfield and then read where he's running to and then make the play accordingly. Like yeah, you can't. That's basically Patrick Mahomes esque. And you know, kudos to him, man. He he's made this he's made the whole entire league just that much more fun. Especially with his uh, mustache and you know, his personality, and being from Washington State, just a rookie, you know, he could be looking at Rookie of the Year. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, for, I mean, really, forget about Baker Mayfield right now. Look at this guy. I, I mean. Seriously, seriously, yeah, you're 
and I think you have to give a little credit, especially last week as the Broncos to Leonard Fournette with that 225 yard rushing game that that monster had. Are oh you my. serious? He had 225? Yeah, he had 225 on 29 attempts. But. No shit. Okay, unbelievable. Good. Well, I mean, yeah, no kidding. Whenever you have a quarterback who is a threat like that, it, it probably makes your running game a lot more. You know, yeah, and, and that's on a. I mean, that's on a unbelievable. That's not easy. I mean, Von Miller, they got Bradley Nick Chubb. Bradley who, Chubb. Wow. He unfortunately just tore his ACL in that game, but wow, that's not that's not an easy defense to run all over. No, it's not. That was a career day. That's, yeah. That was, and I think, uh, okay, wow, that was a career day. And for some reason, it looks like he was in an argument with his offensive lineman as well. Interesting. Well, no, what? Well, I'm sorry for I should have known more about that. Um, yeah, that's okay. And then through week four. Um, instead of just you know Gardner mentioned it was my week four week and, yeah yeah through four weeks I would have to say Khalil Mack oh I'm with, I have the same one <laughs> okay good good yeah man he he's he's about as valuable as a quarterback in 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 this league that's unheard of especially yeah, I mean, on the defensive line <laughs> yeah I mean the guy has four forced fumbles and he had six last year. It's been four weeks. He's got four already through these first four games, and he had six. Yeah, last through the first four games, and he had six. Not even, not even that. He has four and a half sacks, and he had twelve last year. Dude, he is. He already on. has a quarter of his sacks that he had. He's already he's two less of the forced fumbles. I mean, he is just on a in complete tear. Then okay, he is really yeah. pushing historic numbers. You have to legitimately plan against him because it's not a you know it's not a every draw it's a every down play every down. You and you take one play off and he takes that and he comes around the corner and slaps the ball at your guy's hands and uh, your quarterback's hand. You're right. He is literally play in play out a problem for offensive coordinator. (laughs) I wish he was on my team. And that's why I think week seven is when the Saints play the the Bears and. They don't think and Drew Brees isn't expected to come back until week eight or week nine, but what oh. an offensive battle that game's gonna be between those two teams. Uh, an absolute trenches match. A game where you you if you're a old school football junkie, you just you fall yeah. in love with these type types of games. Because you had I mean you have Teddy and that they have, you know, Alvin Kamara, a huge offense ready, but I mean Something I mean, will have to give. Is he really the real deal? Are we really going to believe? I mean, I feel I could be quarterback for the Chicago Bears. Yeah, no. Just as much. There's, real, there's real legitimacy to that. The fact that the entire offense is gadget and trick plays. I mean, yeah. you, 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 you tell me why they're doing that. That's, that's something that's going on with their quarterback. They must not trust in him a thousand percent, which, you know, he is still a second year starter, but. We've seen other and, starters around the league already. And let's just clearing I mean, it out. Could you imagine how how disgusting, disgusting this team would be if they would have drafted Deshaun Watson or Patrick Mahomes before Mitchell Trubisky? Oh man, dude! In a this team world. would be on that they could be. If they, they had a real quarterback. They could be one of the greatest teams. That they they could they, have won the Super Bowl back to back. You, <laughs> that's incredible, dude. If they really would have had either Deshaun Watson or either one of those guys, they're they're definitely winning at least one of those Super Bowls in the past yeah, couple of years. Because you, you got to think they're going to win out the NFC. 
and undoubtedly to go with that type of squad field in that cold weather. I mean, oh. that's, that's not an easy thing to do. No, no, not with a tradition like Chicago has with the defenses that they've had in the past, and then just you know an electric quarterback. That's all they needed. Yeah, I mean, because you had. I mean, you think about it last year. You had Jordan Howard. You had Tariq Cohen. You had a two really good duo running game. <laughs> it's just, oh, my God. I just, they're just I, that one quarterback away from becoming – because – I can't explain. They, they are my – They're the NFC, I'm trying to think of who the best breakout team would be because the – to me, I'm stuck between three because – the breakout the 40, teams. Yep. The 49ers, they are they are three and right now. Right. And the thing with the 49ers, they have a really good offensive line. They drafted Solomon Thomas a couple years ago. They got Nick Bosa now. Yeah. I think Jimmy Garoppolo, I think he can be that quarterback. And you have Richard Sherman who's playing like his all pro self. Yes. But the thing with the 49ers right now is their schedule. That they don't really have a tough schedule this year. I mean, they have the they have the Browns Monday night, which is a which is a winnable game. Then Agreed. you have the Rams, who you don't really know what's going on with this team. I mean, you just had Jameis freaking Winston, for crying out loud, put up 50 points on your defense. That That's a real, yeah, that, we don't but know. But then you have, and then after the Rams, you have the Redskins, you have Panthers with no Cam Newton, and then you oh host the Cardinals, God. Kyler Murray, who still hasn't won a game yet. So, yeah, you're sitting here saying, who is this team that we yeah, even... Th- those are all winnable games, and if they went out, they're eight and zero, and they they have yet played us. They play, they don't play this. They play the Saints, I think, week fourteen, and that's oh. really their toughest game outside of the Seahawks. So by week fourteen, this, you know where you know you're basically either in or out of the playoffs. Yeah, you're you're already building up your defense. You're building up this offense with, I mean, with the brilliant with um Kyle Shanahan, who obviously is the dismay of the whatever the Atlanta Falcons are because yeah. as soon as he left. <laughs> We're crying out loud. Matt Ryan looks just, like he doesn't even belong in the NFL anymore. No, he doesn't. It, it, the Kyle Shanahan does that, though. He's incredible. So I wouldn't call the 49ers breaking out, but they are definitely I, – oh. I feel like they're perfectly suited for a, in a, a credible season because they really have no test. You're right, dude. And that's – that's that's you know, they might be good throughout the regular season, but hopefully that doesn't bite them in the butt whenever they first round – first round they got to play a – you know, a hungry Dallas team who's battle tested, you know, or yeah. uh, or a hungry New Orleans who has played Seattle without a Drew Brees or, you know, been to Dallas and beaten Dallas without a, you know, their quarterback. Or hopefully they don't play a, you know, Los Angeles Rams maybe because. Yeah. I and get, I think, but, but I think if they went out and they, they get home field advantage that divisional round, I, mm-hmm. I think they can make, depending on who they play, as long as they don't play the Saints. And they mm-hmm. don't play the Bears. I I think they could make it to the conference championship comfortably with Kyle Shanahan. It's a reach, but if, it, they, no, if they play at home, if they play at home, and they don't play a not hard defense or not a super rock solid offense, I mean, no, it's a reach. But by God, if you really do look at the schedule and you just go down the list and you, you know, do win, lost, win, they yeah. really could end up being fourteen. <laughs> 14 and 0 coming into the New Orleans game and you know that's when they'll find out really who they're made of or whenever their next you know tough opponent is uh I'm not saying it's just New Orleans but you know they'll 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 have somebody along the way that'll give them a, t- a test and we'll find out who they are yeah, it's just I, 
And, and I think the real breakout teams I have is I think I think the Saints are going to break out as soon as Drew Brees gets back. I mean, yeah, I mean, how look can at, with look the, at the next three games Teddy has? Teddy has the Buccaneers, yep. who seem to fold every time they play the Saints. Granted, we we don't know who they are. I mean, they no. look, they've actually looked. I mean, they destroyed. They punched the Rams right in the face last week. So they they absolutely did. They absolutely did. And then you had then you have the Jaguars, who I think is another winnable game for the New Orleans. I mean, I believe in Minshew. They got Leonard Fournette breaking out. That defense mm-hmm. is on freaking real. But yep. I think the Saints get. I, I think I think he can go four and one because then he has the Bears at Soldier Field. So it depends on the defensive battle. I definitely think it's a field goal game. And come on, we know what happens with Bears kickers when the game's on the line. So. This is so <laughs> that's that's cold blooded, but it's true. Yeah. And Matt Barkley last year has you know reaped terror in all of his Bears. Yeah, fans. but then but then you get Drew Brees back, and then you have the yeah. Card- with Drew Brees, he gets these warm up games almost because yeah. he has the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. He has the Falcons, who I think is actually worse than the Cardinals. And then he has the Buccaneers again. So Man, I, that makes me happy. That makes me light up with smiles. Because when you look at it, the, the, the storm is behind us now. And, you know, yeah, going because for- And that's the thing. I mean, you had the Cowboys in. You, you're in the driver's seat. You're good. You, this past Sunday, they had the direction to host the whole NFC with this win. This was yeah. the last chance. I, I think the last really big game that the Saints had to play excluding the Bears but you can't really count the Bears without Drew Brees I think it'd be a different story if Drew Brees yeah, was in the game undoubtedly undoubtedly but, but if you're Dallas I mean I'm pissed off that we not only did you lose you lost the field goals I mean it's insane man yeah. when, when you really think about it they, this, the New Orleans Saints didn't score an offensive touchdown there's something to be said for that and I think I, I, I'm not surprised with Dallas's offense. I'm just I'm surprised with the Saints' defense. Yes, it, it just no. it makes them okay. that much more of a contender, which is why I think they'll break out. Because the only thing they're missing right now is the king himself, Drew Brees. I mean, that's it. Well said. Well said. And yeah, I, I worry about Dallas's offense as well. Uh, whenever you know the Saints, they they whatever adjustments they 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 made on defense, it was. It was just, it was a wrap, and they couldn't make the adjustments properly. And you're right, our defense is, you know, back to back to the Greg Williams days. Whenever we had yeah. Jonathan Vilma and Scott Fujita and just all these studs yeah. on defense, and then we had complementary offense. It wasn't just one sided. We were, we were, and, and now you got Marshawn Lattimore and Von Bell looking like Darren Sharper and oh Norman Harper God. out there Dude, for crying out loud. I mean, the Dome Patrol is back. It's, yeah, the, it's a real thing, and I, you know, I'm glad you're, I'm glad you're, you're, you're bringing this up because I feel like it's, it's kind of gone under the rug how spectacular this because, unit has played, even yeah, coming into the, last season. The only season. other team I think that you can put in there is to run the NFC is the Bears, but you have the quarterback question mark. And I yep. don't think I, I don't think you can reach the Super Bowl without at least an all pro quarterback. I, I just I, I don't think it'll happen. No, no. I'm, it, I'm not a believer in Mitchell Trubisky. I think I think the guy's uh, uh I don't know kid. what he is, but he, he should not be a starting quarterback in the NFL. That's that's I, what I think he is. No dude I can dude I don't get it either. He's 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 definitely a backup. He's a backup, right? Yeah. He's a backup yeah. in the NFL somewhere. 
and I don't think I, I and I'm not I'm not a believer in the Eagles. I mean, I, I I'm not uh-uh. a Carson Wentz believer. I think Carson Wentz is great, but phenomenal I, I individual talent. Yeah, I, I think unless this team somehow gets a trade for Jalen Ramsey, that uh-huh. defense it, that, that defense is soft. I mean, it's extremely soft. Their their cornerbacks can't cover. The second Cox isn't getting to the quarterback or their defensive line that far. I mean, not the way they were doing it in the past couple years. Yeah, anyway, anyway, kind of. It's like Ronald Darby. When it when is your All Pro self going to wake up and play some damn defense? Yes, yes. I mean, it was you had Devontae Adams who had almost a one hundred. I think he had one hundred and fifty plus receiving yards in that game against you. And I mean, this defensive line. Granted, they stepped up when it mattered against the Packers and that. But I think if Aaron Rodgers doesn't have to, if he has more than ten yards to throw in that end zone, I, I think he puts it in. I, I have to agree. I have to agree. I think in a playoff scenario, they don't throw the ball. They at least run it one time. Yeah. Or they and at they, least do something a little simpler just to get the ball literally two or five yards in front of them, two to five yards in front of them. <laughs> and, and the thing I don't like the Eagles is they don't even have a set running back yet. I mean, they keep going back and forth between. That them. is getting. Between Jordan Howard and what's what's up and Dan, um, no Jordan Howard they got uh, Miles Sanders Miles Sanders that's his name yeah they just it's like there's one uh, other guy but yeah no it's I, not consistent by any means yeah and I think it's time I think Jordan Howard after his huge game I think it's time for him to I think he should have the reins I think it's he should lead that running back forward yes he's a I mean Jordan Howard is not a bad running back with what what whatever. So but Jordan Howard by by no means is a uh, bad running back and he sh- he should, you know, if the Eagles want to win more games, they they consistently need to play him more, giving him all the touches in the Thursday night game and then you know potentially coming back this next week and him not having, you know, yeah. a play in the playbook is I, I don't know. It's kind of sounds like the Patriots way. Maybe Doug Peterson has something going with that system and maybe there's yeah. an edge that he and he sees with it but from the eye standpoint I just think he gives you the best chance each yeah. down so yeah I don't know why they I don't just, start him that, I, I think that defense is too much of a liability for them to be successful but who do you who do you have uh, breaking out for the NFC oh let's see well I had you know I want to say you know the obvious two who if the season stopped right now they would be the one seeds which would be San Francisco and New Orleans. Mm-hmm. But since I feel like we've kind of just gone over them quite in depth, quite a bit, um, you know, I'm, I'm not going to say this because that, that we just played them. I was going to say Seattle, but I, I, I just don't think they have the defense for it. Yeah. I, I you know, you took my two teams, so let me go. Let me go ahead and get this real quick. Um, do you think? Okay, do you, let me ask you this: Do you think the Lions can actually be contender in the NFC? Damn, man, that's a good question. I do, I do. I think Carryon Johnson gives you that ability to. I think Carryon yeah. Johnson is something they've been missing in that on that for quite a couple years. They have yeah. the and, and Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford's finally look. I mean, if Travis, if Travis Kelsey doesn't lateral that ball on that catch, Dang, this that's... team probably holds them to a field goal and runs out the clock against this team. Against the Chiefs, the the, the yeah. Almighty Chiefs. You know what, dude? I think Detroit has a real real thing going. I yeah. I, I just hope that they can win the close ones. I don't want them to be a seven and nine team at the end of the year, even though they were in you know 
16 close games that they could have won. Yep. I, I hope they I hope they finish up like 11 and 5 or they end up doing really well cuz they can do it. They they've got, you know, the coordinator or the coach and Matt Patricia. Obviously, he's not a, you know, solidified all-star head coach, but he's been with the greatest head coach of all time for quite a few years and maybe he can break that trend of, you know, guys that eventually leave Belichick and actually do have success. Can you hear me? Every, yes. Okay. Okay, my bad. I think my uh, phone probably thought I put it up to my ear. But no, yeah, um, the, the Lions definitely have a place in my book this year. I guess if I had to say one team that I think could break out, though, I'll just go and say I think Green Bay does have the defense to do it during the regular season. I think they can have a really good regular season record, but I don't know about if in the playoffs, whenever teams can score and teams can stop you, if they can do it. So just for right now, I could say Green Bay. Yeah, I I agree with you about Green Bay completely. Yeah, I mean, they're not a defensive team, and they've actually put together a few pieces on the secondary, along with, I think they got a couple of good signees from, you know, around the league on the defensive line. I just, I, the thing about Green Bay is I just wish Aaron Rodgers didn't look so annoyed running this offense. Wow. Did you, uh, pull it? Do you have your headphones still in right now or? No, hang on. Let me join back. <laughs> it sounds so funny. <laughs> Yellow. Hey, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Yep. Okay. Sorry about that. Oh, you're all right. We got it fixed, though. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I, I forgot where we left off at, but I, I think that to sum up the breakout team, uh, the Green Bay Packers, um, the, the only thing that limits them is themselves. So, yeah. They, they, they're draft, they drafted really well last year, and obviously Aaron Rodgers has the ceiling of, you know, whatever he wants. And then, you know, with that defense, they, they could do something, but. Yeah. He, and, but, but the thing that's weird to me is, have you noticed how annoyed he looks running the offense that he's in? I feel like he looks annoyed every year. Maybe yeah, he's yeah, not. Yeah, that, that's been true. But like, it seems like after every play in, that they played the Eagles on Thursday night, he goes, why did we just run this play? Like, well, what are we doing? No doubt. No doubt. And, and Aaron Rodgers is so great that, I like, when – um, Matt McCarthy, when he threw him under the bus for like, oh, these aren't my plays and whatnot, Aaron Rodgers changing them, it's like, I think he has that right. I think he's made yes. himself <laughs> to be that quarterback to where if I don't – if because Aaron Rodgers is arguably – I mean, he's in the GOAT conversation with Drew Brees and Tom Brady, and the only thing missing is the hardware. The only thing missing is the hardware. And yeah, he's, he should be happy that he has the one that he does have. Obviously, yeah. he earned it. You know, but yeah, that that's the missing link. Uh, in terms of maybe one of the best throwers of the football, he could say he's you know one of the best throwers of the football, but that doesn't make you to go like per se Tom Brady. Yeah. Or yeah, and, and he Tom doesn't Brady. hold any records like Drew Brees does. So I, I I'm with you there, but yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't. A lot he of the definitely records... has the eye to where if he wants to audible out, he should be able to without you know a coach saying, oh, why did you do this? Why? It's like you know you need you need to have that trust in your quarterback. It, it, you need yes, because you will definitely piss him off if you don't. 
and you'll also won't get the best version of himself of him. Yeah. So because Having, I mean, this is your team, Green Bay. If you don't have Aaron Rodgers, you're probably only winning five games this season. Oh yeah, with with whoever their backup is. Uh, I don't even remember his name, but that Dudley Dudley maybe. Or, I, I, I think or, it's now. I think now they picked up um. Who's that Notre Dame kid? Deshaun Kaiser. I think that's their backup. That's now. right. You're right. From the Browns. From the Browns. They got yeah. Deshaun Kaiser yeah. from the Browns. Yeah. Um, no, you're not winning more than four games with him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And and that's the thing. I just I wish it seems like he just doesn't have the trust there with Aaron Rodgers. And but I agree with you. That defense, if they can stop the run, that yeah, they man. can actually be really good. They they got they got Derry finally. They have uh some young, really young stud actually hit pretty hard and yeah. they fly around the football well and, you know, they make plays. They're actually really, they're decent, but in the postseason, whenever they got to play a veteran quarterback is when I think it'll get a little more, they'll be a little bit more exposed, but they can definitely win that division with, you know, potentially that defense. Yeah. So with them, so with them both at three and one, mm-hmm. and the Packers have already beaten the Bears. Who, who do you think comes out on top in that uh, NFC? Was it the NFC North? In the NFC North, I I have to go with Green Bay. I just don't yeah. think that Mitchell Trubisky can score enough points. Yeah, even and if... I don't think I don't think Aaron Rodgers will get shut out against the Bears whenever they play again either. And they're at Green Bay this time later in the season. There's no dude. If if. You're right, dude. I mean, there's no way they get shut out twice. But if the Bears somehow do find a way to make it out of the NFC North as winners of the division, that is remarkable by Khalil Mack because he is literally turning games into his favor. Yes, he is their quarterback. That is unreal. Who won the first game, Green Bay or Chicago? Chicago. Green Bay won in, in that snooze fest that opened up the NFL on Thursday. That's right. That's yeah. right. It was the snooze fest. That, yep. That is unbelievable. So they did yeah. already get that one game up on the Chicago. Okay. I, I do. Yeah. I, I definitely think Green Bay, even if they split the series, they, they'll win. <coughs> but. <coughs> and, and if Detroit's for real, I mean, if they, if Detroit. they somehow manage to beat the Bears as well, I mean, it would be, it would be crazy just to see. I mean, you could have three teams from the FC North make the playoffs if the Lions are for real. Wow. That, I mean, a quarter of the way through the season, it's very well looking like that. I mean, yeah. three, three of the better teams in the NFC, and they're all in the same division. And yeah. it's, it's, you know, it's odd that the Vikings are the odd man out. <laughs> yeah. I, and, and here we go again with the with – the, if I had a dollar – for every time Kirk Cousins missed a wide open receiver, I would be the one with eighty-eight million dollars, not him. Oh my god, <laughs> this guy is unbelievable. You can't hit. A, oh my, it's, I would it, rather have Deshaun Kaiser as my quarterback. Honestly, he's dude, just terrible. Yeah, at least Desha- at least Deshaun Kaiser knows he sucks. Yeah, I know. I mean, <laughs> Kirk, this guy thinks he's good. I mean, Kirk Cousins thinks he's elite, and yeah. he thinks Adam Thielen's running the wrong routes whenever he's. And, just... and if you miss the playoffs two years in a row with this, the bike and the bike, how? How can you, you pay you that much money, though? It's been insane this year. You have, you have Adam Thielen. You have the silent killer, Stefan Diggs. I mean, you have a great defense. There's, you have no no excuses whatsoever. None. None. To, to miss the playoff at, at all. No. Not, not when you, you, know, you have all the pieces in place. You have a defense. Like you said, two great receivers, a running back, 
not just a running back, a star running back. Yeah. And you're supposed to have had your quarterback because you just paid him, but it seems like they just paid their quarterback and they don't have their quarterback. So like, <laughs> yeah, it, it's, and it's just, I, I just don't, I don't understand because who justified riding that check? Kirk Cousins, he wasn't, he was a little more underrated than overrated. I mean, no, that's he, the he, Kyle Shanahan effect. He went to the playoffs against the Eagles, like over the Eagles. And yeah, you know, he kept getting franchise tagged. And I see getting franchise tag that takes your motivation away to play. You're not getting paid. I understand that. Exactly. But you have your time right now to show that you're a top quarterback in this league and you're going the opposite way. You, you have been completely overrated, if anything. I, I, yeah, you're, you're right. I think that he was elevated with great coaching around him for – a few years that he actually made strong runs in the NFL, like in the playoffs and whatnot. I think he had, you know, a few good runs in Washington and in a, a couple of good seasons and with Minnesota, but with, without superb coaching and a superb cast around him, he's not going to lead you to wins. He'll just put a bunch of stats up on the board and, you know, at the end of the game, have 400 yards, but still lose by at least two touchdowns. Yeah, I mean you're right. So, so coming off the Lions and the FC North, do you think do you think Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are still the real deal? Do you think they're the team to beat in the AFC? I I do. I think that I think that they're the team to beat, obviously in the AFC. But I do think that they came back down to earth a little bit. Yep. It's funny that they played their first game in a dome and Patrick Mahomes had his, you know, he had his toughest game of, I think, his career. Yeah. He, was, he wasn't playing like his, you know, normal out-of-this-world self. And, yeah, it, I, I definitely think that they came down to earth, but they're still the team to beat. Obviously, the Patriots are the other team to beat. Um, but there's, there's a few interesting AFC teams. I think Houston – even though the Saints beat them in that week one game, is quietly going to string together a bunch of wins, yeah. and they're going to they're going to they're going to definitely contend for that. And yeah, J- I, JJ Watt, Deshaun Watson, they have got to stay healthy. Yeah, no. Assuming they stay healthy, you're right though. They they can't afford, and, and that's another thing. Credit to the Saints, you know, JJ Watt and Deshaun Watson have to stay healthy. The Saints have had injuries at multiple positions, and they are actually still staying in it, which is why I think they are one of the better teams in the NFL right now. But yeah, that's neither here or there. But it just it's kind of insane to me that you know if Deshaun Watson were to go down, who would even be the backup in Houston at that point? I, I don't even know, and I, I hope we don't get a chance to find out. <laughs> no, I I don't either. I don't even want to think like that because that Deshaun Watson is must watch, phenomenal, great TV every weekend. I, you know who I think is coming together really well is even coming off a loss, yeah. I think the Colts are a team to watch as well. You, you, you know what? You're, I'm glad you said them. They, they deserve some notable credibility. Jacoby Brissett is definitely uh, NFL starter in this league. And Bill Belichick, another, another gym, just, you know, Bill Belichick dishes out to a, a team and you yeah. know, and he's now and, and I like him a lot. He's a he's a team first guy. He's not he's kind of you know I think Andrew Luck took him under his wing really good because he's not a big media guy either. He's, he's no. team first. He he love you know he loves the physicality of the game. He doesn't shy away from big moments. Uh uh-uh, uh, not by any means. He is and, a, if, and if they have T Y Hilton on Sunday, I don't think they lose that game. You don't think so? 
I, I don't. I think. I mean, they just they looked good against. And granted, I mean, the big win against the Falcons is kind of taken away now because yeah of the yeah. I mean, Marcus Mariota just owned oh, that damn defense. It's just it's a, it is a mess here in Atlanta. So no, I mean, a fan probably couldn't even figure it out why Dan Quinn even still has a job. I mean, Shanahan left. He's been he's been in the playoffs once. Nick Foles beat the brakes off of you. Yeah. And then you, and then you you missed it last I, year. This year it doesn't look like you're going to make the playoffs again. I mean, the Buccaneers are probably going to be the second best team in the AFC in the NFC South. Insane. So, I don't Yeah, I wouldn't I, I don't know what's going on with Atlanta, but what were you saying? And I just and, but I think I think the Colts are definitely I mean, Marlon Mack, he looks good in the backfield. Marlon Mack has definitely looked solid in the backfield. He, he not a game. He, no, he's not a. He's not gonna, you know, take you. He's not a Zeke Elliott or whatever you want to say. But no, Marlon Mack, you can you can win a division and win. Yeah, because he he has that great offensive line in front of, and that, and that was one thing that I found. Yes, he does. I mean, if this team had Andrew Luck, they could be the number one team in the AFC. And, and, and the, that is that is very you know not that's not understating it. Without Andrew Luck, there's still winning games and putting together yeah. actual, you know, co- co- competitive showings. I mean, Jacoby Brissett has by all means exceeded expectations for yeah. anybody who even doubted him for a second. Cause I think that whenever Andrew Luck did go down, everybody had them, them and their season over, but you know, I think they'll play, they'll play. And if they win one playoff game, that'll be a Super Bowl to them. And you, you can't, you can't fault them for that. They just had Andrew Luck retire. I don't. I don't think anybody can prepare for that. Yeah, not not at all. But uh, so tell me, tell me about what you think is going to go down in this Thursday night. Uh, the Seahawks and the Rams. Well, the first thing that comes to mind is that I see that they're both averaging over twenty five points a game. I think mm-hmm. the league the league average is like twenty three, twenty two. So with that being said. I'm expecting a huge offensive showing. I expect yep. fireworks from the beginning till the end. Um, I could very well see this being a, you know, f- you know, 41, 38, you know, scrimmage that ends up coming down to the last possession, maybe a 50 yard field goal to win it. But this is going to be, you know, the old Rams, I maybe would have taken in a, in a obvious win, but I, I don't know. Los Angeles hasn't looked like themselves the past couple of weeks. Todd Gurley hasn't been himself the last couple of weeks. And, you know, I'm actually kind of curious to see how Seattle, a team that was beaten by New Orleans, goes into Los Angeles, a team that actually beat the Saints and seeing how they, they, they play against each other and match up. It'll be interesting to see what comes out of that. But I do think it's going to be, you know, upper 30s, at, at least lower 30s. But two, both, both scores will be 30-plus, and I think it'll be a phenomenal game. And I think the better team comes out on top, and that I hope and I think will be Seattle. I, yeah. I really do think Seattle wins that game. I think that Los Angeles has a real problem right now. They overpaid for Todd Gurley, a running back who is actually not even playing like even 50% close to what he was, you know, when they paid him. They overpaid for a running back who isn't a top three running back. 
they overpay for a running back that, that that I am not nervous about playing each time we go up against them. Yeah, I mean, th- this guy had a week off before the Super Bowl. Yeah. Didn't look good in the Super Bowl. Hasn't looked good this season. No, there's nothing I've seen this year that has led me to believe that, oh, okay, Todd Gurley's back. That's a threat. If anything, yeah. I've been excited whenever I see him lined up on the other side because yeah. you get him running north and or east and west going sideline to sideline, to side you stuff the middle. He cannot put his foot in the ground and burn up field the way he used to. And I don't think he ever could before. He's a, he's a very north and south runner. Yeah, and if you look at that divisional round game last year, C.J. Anderson is the one that destroyed the Cowboys on that run game. That's that, right. C. In that game. It wasn't – Todd Gurley was no – he – he Todd Gurley has not been found <laughs> before the playoffs last year, and I don't wow. see him coming back anytime soon. It went, and it came out of nowhere too. I don't think anybody saw him falling off of the face of the earth the way he did, but he just has totally fallen off a cliff. And, and they paid and this he, man big money. And Philip, he is not the only one that's fallen off this cliff right now. Aaron Darnold, where have you been? Because <laughs> I cannot find you anywhere. <laughs> I cannot believe that is what we're saying, but here it is, October 2nd, and we are having a Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald search party because yeah. he has been lost. This, this is the number one player rated by NFL experts, um, and I don't know what these NFL experts are thinking because we're in week five, and he has one sack. One sack, exactly. And not only does he, he has hit the quarterback three times. Oh, three. my God, goodness. You know, that is – what an anomaly that is! To just you, the most dominant player supposedly. You that number. That's how many times Khalil Mack has hit the quarterback, and Aaron Darnold has hit him three times in four different games. That's unexcusable. Yeah. As as much as they talk and hype him up, that is just you know unexcusable. You, you have a hundred million dollars guaranteed. If I'm Sean McVay. Look at here. You're giving me more than the goddamn three quarterback hits. So I swear to God, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> no, dude. If you're Sean McVay, you're going up and you're grabbing him by the face mask and you're telling him, motherfucker. No, no, I don't know. But even but, even down to the quarterback, Jared Goff, they have not played star like the way they were, and they have a offensive line which they have, terrible. Yes, they have traded away offensive line pieces, key ones, paid specific ones, but. Paid certain guys, but they a lot of that offensive line is not the same one that they had a year ago. So, you know, I used to be nervous for Los Angeles, and the Saints they did lose to them, which is this is a great team still, but th- there's something that just doesn't strike me with yeah. them like they did a year ago. You 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 look at them right now. Cooper Cup is holding that team together because this white kid is something. He is a he is a legitimate problem for defenses. I'm not even going to lie. Cooper he, Cup is absolutely a, a game changer. Yeah, but I'm, but, but I'm with you. I mean, I think the, the Seahawks, they don't have a good win this year. I mean, they've only beaten the Steelers, who just mm-hmm. got their first win, the Cardinals, who Kyler Murray's actually coming together pretty well. Yep, yep. And the Bengals, who Jesus, why is Andy Dalton still a starting quarterback? <laughs> but... No, this is this is why this Thursday night game is so important because yeah. it's a, it's a good measuring stick for both teams. Yep, and and that's why if you know if you are and I'm not trying to bring up New Orleans again, but if you are New Orleans, you watch this game closely and you see the yep. way. Yeah, you see the way these two teams come at each other, how they scheme the game, and how they you know how they go about it because 
both of these NFC West teams are going to be potentially in your way to getting to that Super Bowl. Yeah. And and I, I think Russell Wilson, he's 14-2 and two in primetime covered games at home with the 12th man. I, I don't think they're losing this one to the Rams. You don't think so? No, I think I think the Seahawks. I think the Seahawks actually win pretty comfortably because wow. if if Aaron Darnold is only getting three quarterback hits, I don't think he's catching up to Russell Wilson. I think Russell Wilson is gonna. I, I think he may dismantle this defense. If yeah, <laughs> he may dismantle it, dude. You you you've got me convinced that Russell Wilson's gonna take this game over. I think I, I do because I think I think, I think it is Clown, a Russell Wilson game. I think Clowney has a finally he has his breakout game. I think he's finally comfortable with his defense. I think he makes Jared Goff uncomfortable with yeah. his terrible offensive line. Yep, you're right. Todd Gurley is going to be where's Waldo that whole game. Yep. I don't. I, know, I just I see the Seahawks. I, I see him winning, I, and I, and I I hope they do because. Man, I love it when Pete Carroll gets hyped up for the season. So. Oh, Pete Carroll's the best, man. Speaking yeah. of Pete Carroll, uh. Hope his nose is doing better from uh, that game. On <laughs> Did you see that? Oh my god! <laughs> Poor guy might have to get Botox or some shit. Cause yeah, <laughs> man, that nose is messed up now. I mean, it is, dude. I-, I was like, damn, man, that was your backup quarterback who threw that football too. Like, you fucking probably cut him the next day. You cut, you cut him the next day. So <laughs> that's crazy. But I just. Yeah, I, the NFC the, is just a, man. That conference is just crazy. I it's just, I love it, man. I love it. Yeah. Honestly, the NFC is exciting. Uh, not nothing to say, nothing against the AFC by any means. It's just the AFC is the AFC. It is what it is. You have yeah. other, you have good teams though, but these other good teams in the AFC aren't solidified yet. Like they're not. The, I think the difference with the NFC and the AFC is the AFC. You're not fighting for a playoff spot every week. <laughs> And I think you are. Wow. In the NFC. Well I think said. That good. That's a good take. I might have to get that in quotations and write that one down. <laughs> That's a good one. No, each week in the NFC, you are undoubtedly playing for a playoff spot. Um, <laughs> in the AFC, you can have a game against the, the Bengals. You know where you're just like, okay, we'll roll, we'll, we'll roll out of bed on Sunday and we'll go. You know, put Zach Taylor in his place and you know. So, so I actually have so I actually have a funny story real quick. Yeah. So uh, I was on Twitter one day, and Cameron Hayward is a you know glorified Ohio State Buckeye, one of our greatest defensive linemen ever. Okay, definitely and he heard tweeted, that. Watch out for the Steelers this year, and I replied back to him, Owen sixteen this year, and he goes, he replied bet back to me. No. So, before this Monday night game, I tweet back out and be like, Owen oh, three question mark. It's like <laughs> I'm right. And they, you know, Bengals win. Let's be real. It doesn't count. Yeah. Dang. That's funny. And I think it's so funny about Andy Dalton because I have a lot of family in Cincinnati. And when they win a game, oh, Andy Dalton's finally back. Andy right, Dalton. Let's wait till next week. And where's Andy Dalton at now? I mean, the beige water pistol. <laughs> yeah, this may be the end of Ginger's being quarterbacks in the NFL ever. Yeah, I know. Andy Dalton, you're holding it down for all of the Gingers everywhere. Yeah, and he's not doing a good job. I mean, <laughs> no, he's not. He's no. If if you're a GM at another team, you're like, if this quarterback's redheaded, I'm just gonna go with the other guy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. Man, you're like all the all the scouts are just gonna turn around whenever you're playing. I mean, yeah, exactly. It, it doesn't matter how good of a. You could be Trevor Lawrence. You, if, you, if he had red hair, I'd probably be like, no, let's let's go with uh, Joe, Joe Burrow. <laughs> yeah. 
So who is your so who's your super early quarter of the season Super Bowl prediction right now? We've seen oh, four dude. Who the, do you got? This one to me is easy and I know it's not gonna be the best answer, but it's gonna be the truth. Saints, Patriots. Simple. Yeah. See, yes. This, and, and this is what we should have saw last year. This is exactly before. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. There, <clears throat> there's there's no doubt. We about all it. want this Drew Brees, Tom Brady game, and we better freaking get it this year. <laughs> and if if the zebras ruin it again, I'm gonna go crazy. Man, it, that, there's no way they can do it again. It, it, the Saints this this time won't leave it to where it's one touchdown to where they can have it ruined by one play. The Saints will take care of business in, in the NFC Championship game this year. I, I really think these are the two best teams, like just flat out two best teams yeah. all around. And, and what what better could you get? I mean, it's the 100th season in the NFL. You're in gorgeous Miami. Mm. You got J-Lo and Shakira for the halftime show. Mm. I want to see the prime wow. defenses. Sean Payton against Bill Belichick. Yes. Tom Brady against Drew Brees. All the personalities. I, to see this game. Absolutely right, dude. The, the entire buildup and the entire – vibe around <clears throat> around that venue and just in general would be insane and you're right it is in Miami and guess where the Saints played their last Super Bowl at Miami Miami so yeah let's hope that that is the case I, I know I mean I'm not gonna hope I know that's gonna be the case it's gonna be New Orleans Patriots and the two best teams will play each other in the end. So, if you have to take a second thought, I think the Chiefs are the only team that can upset the Patriots. Uh-huh. Who is the only team that you think that would have a chance to upset the Saints? Boy, ah, uh, if, <clears throat> if she... <sighs> if the Saints are at home, I, I'm not too sure many can come into the Dome. But if, if the Saints, for instance, had to go to Chicago... And yeah. play outside, maybe it would be a little. I don't think Chicago could upset us. I just think that with the weather, it would be yeah. a little bit difficult. Mm-hmm. I think Dallas has a real team, and I think that Dallas. I don't think you see, but I'm trying to think about what offense could really match defense, and what defense could really match. Thinking is Dallas has the defense to potentially match the offense, but. They don't have the offense. Not against our defense, they won't. No, and that's the thing is, I hear this excuse that oh, Gallup wasn't playing, and I'm Please. just like, who is Gallup? Please, yeah, Brian. If you do, are you Please. forgetting this team has Eli Apple, who since on a Sean Payton team has finally outbursted since the horrible mess that the Giants are. And the numbers don't lie. He has played yeah. unfathomable, un- un- unbelievable defense. This is their second quarterback who's marking up against Gallup. And with these linebackers, the way they're playing, I don't think the game would have gone much different. No, it, I, I totally agree. I think Gallup would have made a, somewhat of a difference. I think he maybe makes one or two plays. But th- please, th- 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 think that you know one receiver makes a difference in an NFL game. Just, you know, ridiculous. I can but, understand if it's – I can understand that receivers, DeAndre Hopkins or Michael Thomas. Sure, sure. Odell. But I don't even know Gallup's first name, and I really don't care. I don't think he's going to make that much of a difference. No, he's not. And he'll he'll make a difference of about two first downs a game. But yeah, either way. um, That's it. I mean, Dak Prescott is still going to throw in quadruple coverage to Amari Cooper, who's been shut down all game. So that's really all you got to know. that's exactly that sums it up. I, I, I think I would say though, I'd say Green Bay. Just to answer your question, 
Green Bay. Just because they have somewhat of a defense. Yeah. And you always have the threat of Aaron Rodgers. You always have the th- – yeah, you have the threat of Aaron Rodgers, and then if they can make a couple of stops. But if they have to come down to New Orleans, I don't think that's going to happen. But it, it's definitely, you know, a possibility. Hey, you there? And, and, yeah. You there? Hello? Yeah. Okay, cool. So you think the Chiefs can beat the Patriots, and, and that's the one team that can actually – because we know the Chargers aren't going to do it. No, we know that, I mean, Philip Rivers can't play in the playoffs to save his life, so. No, no. Philip Rivers, if he could play in the playoffs, would have at least two Super Bowls. He's had, you know, ample opportunities in the AFC to at least make some damage. I, I think I think the Chiefs could, but Andy Reid wets the bed every year against the Patriots. I mean, it's been like this since Philadelphia. I mean, they lost us in Super Bowl with Andy Reid, and that team had Dominic McNabb and T.O. Uh-huh. I think that's equivalent to Patrick Mahomes, to Travis Kelsey, True. and Tyreek Hill. That's um, fair. They, that's... they don't really have a run game. So I think if you defend Travis Kelsey – I mean, Travis Kelsey to me is the best tight end in the league. I think Zach Ertz is a close second. But yeah. I think the only reason why Zach Ertz is a close second is because the guy gets the ball 12 times a game. Exactly. And, and I think the difference with Travis Kelsey is when he gets the ball, he makes plays, he trusts his teammates like laddering the ball – and he, I mean, that's incredible. That, that yeah. play was honestly next level. <laughs> and, 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 and before that, I'm honestly surprised before that play, before that whole drive, Patrick Mahomes goes up to his team and he leads this team down the field. And that, that to me is the best thing to see from a young star because you're yeah. not seeing that from Baker. You're not seeing that from Lamar Jackson. No. I mean, this guy went up. He said, hey, be ourselves. We'll get down the field. And this, they were the Chiefs team. That drive that we've been waiting, this, that we've they seen were. all last year and this year. They really were. You, you said so, it best. That year, I mean, that, that drive, I'm proud of the MVP. I mean, Me I too. hate the Chiefs more than anyone. But yep. you got to give credit where credit's due. Undoubtedly. And he deserves every bit of it because he is on and off the field just a sh- great person. So, yeah, it, no, it shows. Yeah. But, so, just the uh, – just before we head out here, just wanted to give oh, the Braves yeah. a shout out. Hope the Braves kill the Cardinals tomorrow. Oh boy! But I wish baseball I, season started. Yeah, I think I think that's Brandon Carter's team. I wish he was on here today, just yeah. to talk a little smack. But no doubt, no doubt. I'll, I'll get him on Friday after that one zero <laughs> lead by the Braves. So oh shit, oh shit. So it's the Braves and the Cardinals in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, dude. So I'll absolutely be watching that series. Yeah, I'll be I'll be at the game Thursday and Friday, so I'm pumped for it. Oh, sick. Well, definitely have to keep an eye out for you then yeah. in, that, in that game. That's awesome. Hopefully they don't show their Atlanta covers, <laughs> their Atlanta colors, and, you know, choke a lead or wet the bed <laughs> like most Atlanta teams do. But <laughs> No, that is so funny. <laughs> Shout out Matt Ryan and Dan Quinn on that one. But um, 28 to 3. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. I got to get that tattooed one day. Oh, dude, just get a big sign and just pull it out. <laughs> yeah, just walk down the streets of Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> but you'll be cheering for the Braves, though, right, since you are in Atlanta? Yeah, yeah, I will be. We'll be going for the Braves. The only Atlanta team I'll ever cheer for. Cool. So. Good, good. That's sick. Well, I think, uh, I think we've gotten a, a good show in today. What do you think? Yeah, I, I think it was great. First time on here. I'm, I'm loving it so far. Absolutely, man. I, I think it's going to be a – I think this will be a good thing. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm glad yeah, you're too. on. Hell yeah. Yeah, hey, th- thanks for having me. Absolutely, man. Hey, we'll catch you all on Friday. I'm Philip. 
that's Holden. And we will uh we'll be in touch. See you guys later. Yeah, see y'all on Friday. Go Braves. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>